Hi, I'm back. I'll be reading some more from Moments of Peace from Arms. 365 Daily Devotions from Our Daily Bread. Isaiah chapter 66. Isaiah chapter 66, 12, verses 12 to 16. 12. This is what the Lord says. I will offer you peace like a river, and the wealth of the nations like an overflowing stream. You will not and be carried into his land's arms, and cuddled on her knees. On her knees. As a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you. You you will be comforted in Jerusalem. When you see it, your your heart will rejoice, and you will flourish like new grass. The power of the Lord will will be made will be made known to it, to his servants, but 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 he will condemn his enemies. The Lord the Lord will come with fire and with his chariots like a thunderstorm. He he will pay pay them back with his burning anger and punish them. With flames of fire, the Lord would judge with fire, and He will, and He would judge all people with his, with His sword. Many people will be struck dead by the Lord. By the Lord, He carries us as a mother comforts her child. So will I comfort you, and you will be comforted over Jerusalem. Isaiah chapter sixty six. Verse 13, as a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you. You will be comforted in Jerusalem. My friend entrusted me with the privilege of holding her precious four-day-old daughter. Not long after I took the baby into my arms, she started to fuss. Despite my best attempts and my decade and a half of parenting experience, I couldn't pacify her. She became increasingly upset upset, until I placed her back into the crook of her mother's eager arm. Peace washed over her almost instantaneously. My friend knew my friend knew 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 precisely how to hold and powder and powder daughter to elevate her distress. God extends comfort to his children like a mo- like a mother, tender, trustworthy and diligent in her efforts to calm a child when we are weary or upset he he carries us affectionately in his arms as our father and creator he he knows us intimately he will he he will he will he he will he will keep in perfect peace all all who trust in him all whose thoughts are fixed on him. Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3, NLT. NLT. Isaiah chapter 26. Chapter 26, 
verse 3. With perfect peace, you will protect those whose minds cannot be changed because they trust you. When the when the trouble of this world weighs heavily on our hearts, we can find comfort in the knowledge that he protects and fights for us, his children, as a loving parent. K.H. That's all for January 5. Hi, I'm back. I'll be reading... Reading for a moment of peace from our 365 daily devotions from our daily bread. January 6, John 17, John 17, John 17 verses 1 to 5. John 17. John 17, 1 to 5, 1 to 5. After saying this, Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, the time is here. Give your son glory so that your son can give you glory. After all, you are giving him authority over all humanity so that, so that he, can, he can give eternal life to all those you gave to him. This is eternal life to know you, the only true God in Jesus Christ, whom you sent on earth. I have... I have given you glory by finishing the work you you gave me to do. Now, Father, give me glory, glory in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world existed. Existed. Don't forget yourself, Father. Glorify me in your presence with the glory I had I had with you before the world began. John chapter seventeen, verse five. Now, Father, give me glory in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world existed. Existed. Are you surprised that Christ is high? Priestly prayer in John 17 began with a petition for himself. He was at the most crucial moment of his earthly life. Soon, he he would take up the cross and bear the punishment for the sins of the world. His concern for others was obvious. He would specifically mention his disciples. Then he would intercede for his church, which would endure great great persecution through the centuries. But first he prayed for himself. Some Christians think it's wrong to pray for themselves. However, we shouldn't feel guilty about bringing our own needs and concerns to the Lord, a girl listened carefully to her mother's prayers and said, Mom, you were always praying for somebody else. You you never pray for yourself, but I think you should. She was right. For we do for we do need to ask the Lord for his guidance, forgiveness, patience and grace. When you spend time in, in God's presence, tell him about your hopes, your worries, your desires and your needs. He will help he will help you see things more clearly and give you the needed direction. As you go to the Lord in prayer, pray for others, but don't forget yourself. Yourself. That's all for January sixth. Hi, I'm back up reading from Moments of Peace for Moms, 365 Daily Devotions from Our Daily Bread. January 7, Psalm 
Psalm 131. 100. A Psalm by David for going up to us. Oh Lord, my heart is not conceited. My eyes do, do not look down on others. I am not involved in things too big or too difficult for me. Instead, I have kept my soul calm and quiet. My soul is content as a winged child is content in its mother's arms. Israel, put your hope in the Lord now and forever. Be still, my soul, but I have calm and quieted myself. I am like a winged child with its mother. Like a winged child, I am content. Psalm 131 Verse two. Verse two. Instead, I have kept. I have kept my soul calm and quiet. My soul is content as a weaned child is content in its mother's arms. Picture a mother poised loving, poised lovingly over her child, gently patting, softly speaking. Hush now, shh. The demeanor and simple words are meant. To comfort and quiet anxious little ones in the midst of disappointment, discomfort, or pain. When I ponder Psalm one hundred thirty-one, verse two, this is the pi- this is the picture that comes to mind. That comes to mind. Instead, I kept my soul calm and quiet. My soul is content, as the weaned child is content in its mother's arms. Mother Psalms. The language and flow with this psalm suggests that the writer David had experienced something that provoked serious reflection. Have you experienced a disappointment, defeat, or failure that prompted thoughtful, thoughtful, reflective prayer? When you lose a friendship or lose your composure, or lose your composure with your family, David poured out his heart to the Lord, and and in the process. Did a bit of honor, soul searching, and an inventory. Psalm chapter 131, verse 1. Verse 1. O Lord, my heart is not conceited. My eyes do not look down on others. I am not involved in things too big or too difficult for me. For me. In making peace with his circumstances, he found contentment. Like that of a young child who was satisfied with simply being with his with his or her mother first two. Instead I have kept my soul calm and quiet. My soul is content as the weaned child is content in its mother's arms. Life circumstances change and sometimes we are humbled yet we can be hopeful and content knowing that there is one who has who who has promised to never leave, leave or forsake us. We can trust him fully. A J. That's it for January seven. Hi, I'm back. I'll be reading for moments of peace from on three hundred sixty-five. Daily Devotions from Our Daily Bread. January, oh yeah. January 8, 2 Corinthians, 
chapter 9, verses 10 to 15. 10 to 15. 2 Corinthians, chapter 9. 2 Corinthians, chapter 9, verses 10 to 15. 10. God gives, God gives seed to the farmer and food to those who need to eat. God will also give you seed and, and multiply it in your lives. He will increase the thing, the things you do, you do, you do that have his approval. God will make you rich enough so that you, you can always be generous. Your generosity will produce thanksgiving to God because of us. What you do, what you do to serve others not only proves, proves, provides for the needs of God's people, but also produces more and more prayers of thanksgiving to God. You will honor God through, the, through this genuine act of service because of your commitment to spread the good news of Christ and because of your generosity and sharing with them and everyone else. With deep affection, they will pray for you because uh, of the extreme of the extreme kindness that God has shown to you. I thank God for His for His gift that words cannot describe. Cannot describe. Sharing is hard. Do not forget. Do not forget to do good and to share with others. For with, for with such sacrifices, God is pleased. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 16. Hebrews chapter Chapter 13, verse 16. Don't forget to do good things for others and and to share what you have with them. These are the kinds of sacrifices that please God. On the way home from church, my daughter sat in the back seat enjoying, enjoying goldfish crackers as my other children employed her to share, trying to redirect the conversation, I asked the hoarder, uh, snacks, what did you do in class today? She said they made a basket of bread and fish because a child gave Jesus five loaves and two fish, and two fish that Jesus used to, to feed more than 5,000 people. More than 5,000 people. John chapter 16, verses 1 to 13. John chapter 6. John chapter 6, 1 to 13. Jesus laid across to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, or the Sea of 
T-I-B-E-R-I-A-S, a large crowd followed him because they saw the miracles that he performed for the sick. Jesus went up a mountain and sat with his disciples the time for the Jewish Passover festival was near. Was near. As Jesus saw a large crowd coming to him, he said to Philip, Where can we buy bread? Bread for these people to eat. Jesus asked this question to test him. He already knew what he was going to do. Philip answered, We would need about about a year's wages to buy enough bread for all bread. For for each of them to have a piece. One of Jesus' disciples, Andrew, who was Simon Peter's brothers, told him, A boy who has five loaves of, of barley bread and, and two small fishes here, but but they won't go. But they won't go. Very far for so many people, Jesus said, have the people sit down. The people had plenty of grass to sit on. There were about 5,000 men in the crowd. In the crowd. In the crowd. Jesus took the loaves, gave things, and distributed them to the people who were sitting there. He did... He did the same thing with the fish. All the people ate as much as they wanted. When the people were full, Jesus told his disciples, Gather the leftover pieces so that nothing will be wasted. The disciples gathered the leftover pieces of bread and filled 12 baskets. 12 baskets. That was very kind of the little boy to share. Do you think maybe God is asking you to share? Your fish, I asked. No, Mama, she replied. I tried to encourage her to share. She she was unconvinced. There's not enough for everyone. Showing is hard. And the assumption is that if I, if I give, I will I will be left wanting. Paul reminds us that all we that all we have comes from God who wants to enrich us so he so he can produce a great harvest a generosity in us. In us, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 10 to 11, NLT. 2 Corinthians. Two Corinthians, chapter nine, verses ten and eleven. God gives seed to the farmer and food to those who need to eat. God will also give you seed and multiply it in your lives. He will increase the things you do. You do. You do that have his approve that have his approval. God will. God will make you rich enough so that you can you can always. Be generous. Your generosity will produce thanksgiving to God because of us. Because of us. We can share joyfully because God promises to care for us care for us even as we even as as we are generous to others LS. Okay, that's the end for January eighth. Hi, I'm back. I'll be reading from Moments of Peace for Moms, 365 Daily Devotions from Our Daily Bread. January 9, Psalm 119, verses 97 to 104.
to 104. Psalm 119, 97 to 104, 97. Oh, how I love your teachings, they are, and my thoughts all day long. Your, your commandments make me wiser than my enemies, because your commandments are always with me. I have more insight than all my teachers, because your written instructions are in my thoughts. I have more wisdom than those with many years of experience, because I have obeyed your guiding principles. I have kept my feet from, from walking on any evil path in order to obey your word. I have not neglected your regulations because you have, have taught me how sweet, how sweet the taste of your promise is. It tastes sweeter than honey. From your guiding principle, I gain understanding. That is why I hate every path that leads to lying. Spiritual jotting. Pray continually. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17. Verse 17. 1 Thessalonians. One Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17. Verse 17. Never stop praying. I have met many young mothers who are discouraged by their inaccurate devotional life. The term quiet time only only reminds them how little quiet or time they have for Bible reading, prayer, and meditation. When my children were young, a speaker shared how she overcame this diploma during her her child-wearing years. Throughout her house, she placed pencils and notepads during the day Wherever she was, she she would jot down insights, prayer needs, or Bible verses as they came to mind. Each evening, she would gather up her jotting, jottings, the, the, the ingredients of a spiritual feast she had been preparing all day. How eagerly she welcomed the opportunity to nourish her, her hungry spirit with her Bible and her jottings. I put her method to the test. And my daily devotions became what what they needed to be a workable vehicle for strengthening my devotion to Christ. If you are an overworked mother, I recommend spiritual jotting both now, both now and as a lifelong habit. Not only will it put more more devotion into your devotions, but it but it will but it will also. Bring you closer to fulfilling Paul's amonination to pray continually. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 17. Verse 17. Never stop praying. J.Y. Okay, that's the end for January 9.